You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am NCBA's Director of Policy Communications. And with us today is Kent Backus. He is NCBA's Director of International Trade and Market Access. Kent, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Now, we saw news reports today that said the 11 other countries that remained parties to the Trans-Pacific Partnership, or TPP, uh, may have reached a final agreement and will soon finalize the deal. Um, of course, one of President Trump's first actions when he took office last year was to withdraw the United States from TPP. Now, what does the U.S. not being a party to TPP mean for U.S. cattle and beef producers as these 11 other countries move forward without us? Well, first of all, we're very disappointed that the United States is not part of the Trans-Pacific Partnership uh, TPP would have been a great opportunity for us to tear down a lot of tariff and non-tariff barriers that we face across the Pacific Rim, specifically in Japan. Japan is our biggest export market. Uh, it accounts for about a quarter of our exports. Uh, and, and just through this this year, we were we saw our sales uh, at about $1.75 billion just through the first 11 months. This is new records. We're breaking new ground there, but we're going to lose a lot of that ground because we still face a 38.5% tariff on our product going in there. Now, these other TPP 11 countries, they're going to see their tariff rates probably fall to about 9%, which is where we had originally negotiated under the previous TPP. That just puts us further behind. It puts our product at an even more expensive price range in the Japanese market. It makes us that much less competitive. Right. Um, so while other countries are moving forward with better access to the Asian markets, um, you're about to get on a jet plane. Um, in other trade news, uh, this week, the next round of NAFTA renegotiation talks are going on in Montreal. You're headed up there on Wednesday. Um, what is at stake in this round of, of the NAFTA renegotiation talks? This is a, considered a pretty pivotal round. And what are you doing up there specifically for the beef industry? Well, I think it's important for the beef industry to have a presence at this NAFTA round, this this negotiation round. Uh, a lot of the previous rounds have been technical, uh, and this will actually be a, a ministerial round. The, the, the trade ministers will be there, including Ambassador Lighthizer. I think it's important for us to be there to show our support uh, for these negotiations and also for the, the benefits that NAFTA has given the industry. Uh, you know, for us, Canada and Mexico are their billion dollar markets. We can't uh, be profitable without access there. And we just want to make sure that this is a, a positive message moving forward. Our negotiators have done a good job uh, making sure that that AG has not been pulled into the crosshairs. Uh, you know, a lot of the negotiations have been focused on manufacturing and specifically with autos. There's been some other areas as well. We just want to make sure that all the good benefits that we've enjoyed under NAFTA, especially for the ag industry, remain there. So uh, part of the reason why we're going is not only just to show our support, but to meet with people who have questions, who, uh, who want to, to know how uh, some, of these, uh, some of these modifications could impact us, and also just to, to understand why this market is so important to us. So it's important for us to be there, to be engaged, and to give the support to our negotiators and to serve as advisors. And of course, one thing to keep an eye on there is um, 
somebody who won't be there, who is Greg Dowd. He has been nominated by the administration to be this administration's chief ag negotiator in the office of the U.S. Trade Representative, um, but his nomination has been stalled in the Senate for months now. Um, so this is just another round of NAFTA talks that will take place without the administration's chief ag negotiator. Um, of course, Greg Dowd used to be the chief economist for NCBA back in the day. Kent, what, why is it so important for the Senate to confirm Dowd and fill this spot, and not just Dowd, but other nominees as well, who are, who are our, our negotiators um, and who effectively won't be there in Montreal this week? Well, when it comes to these trade negotiations, we need all of our negotiators there. We have to have full representation there so that the people sitting across the table can take us seriously when we make these demands and, and air our concerns. With Greg Dowd not being confirmed as our chief ag negotiator, that's putting politics over policy. That's putting the politics before farmers and ranchers. We do not have the representation that we deserve at those tables. Now, we, while we may have some trade lawyers and other folks who are there who, who are obviously well qualified, we do not have this politically appointed position confirmed. And that sends a message to our uh, to our uh, people across the table that maybe we're not being as serious as, as we should. And this is something that the Senate has to resolve. We cannot afford to go another month, to go another NAFTA negotiation round without full representation at the table. And this blame falls solely at the feet of Senator Jeff Flake from Arizona, who has a hold on Greg Dowd. We have to get that hold lifted. The Senate has to confirm Greg soon. Otherwise, uh, you know, we don't know what the future negotiation rounds could look like. All right, Kent Backus, thank you for joining us. Safe travels up to the Great White North. You get all of the breaks. You're going to Canada in January. How do you swing these trips, man? Uh, must have been born under a good star. Absolutely. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef, check us out online at ncba.org, and follow us on Twitter at, at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.